Hey, hey, it's Coach Dr. Kim. I started this journey after having a stroke at the age of 36 years old. Since that time, I have moved forward with helping people live their best life, and I haven't turned back. This show is about learning to be present, open, and intentional in every area of your life. Keep listening to hear what I've been thinking, and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Last week on the show, we talked about joy is your job. It seems that I am going into a joy series because today we're going to talk about joy when it hurts. There is a quote in a recent article of the Harvard Business Review that says, that reads, the higher I go, the more I hurt. For some reason, it made me think of acute mountain sickness. Acute mountain sickness can cause headaches, insomnia, dizziness, fatigue, and nausea and vomiting. It can also lead to swelling in the brain that is potentially fatal. This is caused by a lack of oxygen that directly damages brain cells. And the walls of the blood capillaries begin to leak. And that leaked fluid leads to the swelling. And that presses on the brain and it presses the brain outward against the rigid skull. Now, I don't know about mountain climbing, and I certainly have not experienced mountain sickness, but I have climbed some mountains in the metaphorical sense, in work and in life. Being 100% open about it, there have been many celebrations and many valleys that I've had And in those celebrations, though, those promotions, those graduations, the higher I go, sometimes the more it hurts. These things have coexisted, the climb and the pain. In my experience, the hurt, the mountain sickness is not simply a metaphor. It actually resulted in physical pain because I had a stroke at the age of 36. And I spent four weeks in critical care and the only cause that they could give me was stress. The greatest stressor in my life at that time was work. So today I want to zoom in and zero in on women in leadership and having joy when it hurts. The Harvard Business Review article elaborates on these in detail, and I'm going to put the link to that article in the show notes. And I'm also going to reference how I find intersections between that article and my B3 model. Be present, be open, be intentional. If you happen to hear some pitter-patters in the background, that's just my little pup running around. So why does work cause women so much stress? That's a loaded question. But for today, let's just focus on what is within our sphere. And when I say we are, I mean women, us, ourselves, those of you that identify as women and are listening. And this does extrapolate to other folks as well. You may find this helpful, so don't tune out just yet. 
The intent is not to blame us for the issues. It is to reclaim some power that is already ours. HBR calls these maladaptations, and there are five. The first is I need to be perfect, followed by I need to fit in to rise. I need to sacrifice to succeed. I need to do it alone. And success means having it all. It's refreshing to see these in print because they perfectly align with what I was thinking when I constructed the B3 model. Let me show you. The first part of the B3 model is be present. All five, I mean all five of these maladaptations fit squarely within be present. Be present is all about where you sit with yourself and begin to take notice of you and your surroundings. Through reflective practices, you discover what you want, what you need, and what you already have. Not what the world tells you, not what your friends tell you, not what society, schooling, how you were raised. What is it that you personally desire and need to live a fulfilled and joyful life? And I say that simplistically because, I mean, when you say it out loud, it sounds so easy. I'll share my personal experience as I began to recover from my stroke. That became a daily journey and a daily walk. Even to this day, this morning when I woke up, I said, today I choose joy. I have to choose it over and over and over again because when I don't choose it, something else chooses me. Anxiety, fear, doubt, low self-esteem, inadequacy. And for whatever reason, whether it be the way I grew up, my natural traits, whatever you want to blame for it, I have a propensity to lean toward negativity, pessimism, pessimism. And instead, I choose joy. The second thing is be open. And this one, truly a game changer, for me at least. And for each person, what you choose to be open to could be different. For me, it was unlearning, and it still is unlearning, and being open to receiving help. By unlearning, I mean there's so many things that I learned that were false for me. And I didn't know they were false because I took it as truth that was passed down to me over the years. I built up walls to protect myself. And I'll give you a practical example. I have challenges and difficulty being vulnerable. And that stems from being hurt. And I have to even recently unlearn that building walls is not helpful. And so I'm on this journey right now as we speak to learn to be vulnerable again. And this has been revealed to me through deepening my practice of being present. So these are not exclusive of each other. These three principles are intertwined and interrelated. The third is 
being intentional. And intentionality is all about choice. As the article states in HBR, women can listen to their own wisdom about what it means to be healthy, whole, and successful. And I think for so long, I myself doubted my wisdom. And I doubted that maybe I don't know what's best. And even when I think I know what's best, I go down that road, I backtrack, I sidestep. I listen to my friends, family, coworkers, and it's great to get different perspectives because diverse perspectives is paramount. It's necessary. And then check in with yourself. Are you letting yourself talk yourself out of what you know to be true? And when you figure out what you know to be true for you, apply it intentionally. Because being present and being open and being intentional opens up a whole new world of possibilities. And it helps you to have joy even when it hurts. Because I'll tell you something. The climb involves pain. Suffering is optional. No one is exempt from pain. Women, men, teachers, preachers, nurses, doctors, lawyers presidents, millionaires, billionaires, homeless, everyone will experience pain. Even someone dying from cancer, whom I've held hands with as a nurse, can have the greatest amount of joy. So much joy that it could put you to shame, because I felt that shame before. Just throwing that out there. Great responsibility requires a lot of us. Having joy when it hurts is very possible with being present, with being open, and being intentional. The disclaimer to all of this is that when we as women reclaim our agency, it does not, I repeat, it does not let people off the hook because women have always been independent seeing women as independent strong weak and submissive and then choosing which best suits their needs for the agenda they're being they're pushing forward that is wrong and while those folks are over there making those wrong decisions we can still reclaim that agency and call those folks up to step up and do better at the same time. Whether they do it or not, though, it still rests with them. So in the meantime, in between time, let's reclaim our agency and our joy. We don't have to suffer while we strive for a better tomorrow. Women, we will continue to be great because we always have been. Let's see if the rest of the world can keep up. And that's what I've been thinking. To schedule a session with Kim, visit www.kimregis.com where you can learn more about her. 
you can also book a free life coaching consultation. Find the link to her book, Meeting Just Fine, A Life-Changing Encounter, available on Amazon.com. View her TED-style talk and download useful resources. Tune in next week for more I've Been Thinking, Kim's Coaching.